Blog Talk Radio. If I could, could forget him, I would, please believe me, and I know that I should throw the towel in, but baby it's not, not that easy, hey, you treat me so much better than him, and if I was sane, there'd be no competition, but I'm in love with someone else, and I'm so sorry, hey. I'm in love with another man And I know it ain't right Hey You should go and find someone else Who can treat you right Give you the world Someone who understands the man you are Baby, you shine so bright And I would just dim your star A girl who treats you like you treat them Boy, I know there's plenty women Who would love to have a man like you But I'm in love With someone else
But I love someone else The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. I hope, I hope that you can hear me because my son stole my earpiece and made me um I can't, I'm not hearing like I normally would hear through this earpiece. You know, everything that I buy, of course, it has to get test run through the brats, and they tear up your stuff, and, and then half of it don't work the same way it did before. But I hope that you can hear me okay, um, and I'm going to give the disclaimer, because I know you listening, dude, because you just asked me if that was really me on the, yes, it's really me, and uh, if you add me to one more group, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to hurt you, okay? Um, okay, um, so what we're going to do is talk about tonight, um, we're talking about apologies. We're talking about I'm sorry. But before we get to that, first of all, Jasmine Sullivan, if I could sing like her, I could not have to apologize for anything ever because, I mean, mm, it's just like her voice does something to me. She always has something wonderful, like stupid, beautiful to sing. She sings from some personal experiences. And if you read any of her interviews or listen to any of her interviews, um, she doesn't just sing idly. I think that's what makes her uh, different from a lot of other artists. But that song was just so perfect for that because she said, I'm sorry, like hundreds of times in the song. And we're going to learn tonight that, you know, I'm not even sure if people understand that when they're saying I'm sorry, they're not saying the same thing as I apologize. I had to learn that. Uh, I'm still learning that. But um, I don't know if you knew that. That might be something you already knew. But listen, before we get into that, let's get into this. This business of the news has gotten really uh, exciting, I guess you could say. Um, Not in a good way either. I mean, it's like every time you turn on the news, there's something that's extra going on with uh, supposedly celebrity people, not that they are any different from in everybody else's human experiences, just that they do experience things a little different and they get to be exposed a lot more often than, say, the average Joe near you, anybody else. They they get thrown under the bus like no, no surprise. And it started, I don't even know if it was Monday or Tuesday because this week has flown by, thank God, because I'm tired. Um, before I tell you about this news, let me tell you what I ate. I had gotten so sick earlier today, I couldn't eat, and so I was pretty empty, but I was starving by the time I got off. So I went and got me a Sunday. <laughs> I got me some french fries. 
those two things together are just like super, super good, but I think they're toxic because I slept for two hours. I don't even know how I got to my room. I think it's the ingredients for a date rape drug. Don't do it. It's not going to do nothing but make you fat, uh, but I feel better uh, eating it. I did. I mean, it tasted really good, but everything that looks good ain't good, and everything that um, um, seems to be okay ain't okay, and Victor Cruz's fiance knows it. Yeah, Victor Cruz confirmed that his fiance Elena Watley, did indeed send a group text to some of the women that he's been cheating with. Now, I originally thought she just got the phone, text everybody in the phone, and she didn't know, and decided to just text them and tell them some crazy stuff. But what she did was huge because it text the text supposedly went out or it uh, actually got received by over reportedly. 200 women. Now, I don't know if he's cheating with 200 women, but it said that she sent out a mass text to tell the people in the text about themselves. And when I saw the screenshot of the text, no, I didn't get a text. I don't know who Victor Cruz is. I'm not messing with her man. But this is her fiance. They have a three-year-old daughter, and they've been together, and they're planning to exchange vows. So they're engaged. They are an item. She has been chosen, but she took it upon herself to mass text a bunch of ladies saying this. Hello, ladies. This is Elena, Victor Cruz's fiance. You all know about me, and I seem to be the topic of conversation in all of your conversations with Vic. So I'm sure he's told you many things about us and how we don't exist, but given the fact that you all meet him in the hotel room only, we all know that it's a lie. Just as he tells me you are all whores and mean nothing to him, I figure since you all know about me, I should introduce each one of you to each other so we can all know who's been bleeping each other for the past several months. So, ladies, meet one another and feel free to exchange notes, kissy faces, kiss my beep. Now, listen, to me, that was kind of extra. But I wasn't ready for that. And then I turned on the news today, and what happens again? And first of all, I didn't even know that this particular player was actually playing ball. There are actually two stories that came out uh, yesterday and today in the news, and the second was about an NFL player who's actually been suspended before for poor behavior. His name is Gary Hardy. Uh, Hardy expressed gratitude to the Cowboys for signing him after he had been arrested for domestic violence. You know it's Domestic Violence Month. But, look, after he got uh, re-signed, had had most of those charges kind of under the wraps. I don't know if they were expunged, but he was suspended for four games. And this was back in the spring of 2014 when an incident with an old girlfriend came up. Um, she claimed that he pulled the gun and put it to her head. You know, she got paid, everything went away, blase, blase. But now she on TV cutting a book, mentioning other people's wives, saying little things, and pretty much chuckling and blurring over what happened. He said that that was a difficult part of his life, and he said, um, yeah, it was a blur. That was two seasons ago. And then he said, the most awesome period of my life, man. I'm a Dallas Cowboy. Dreams do come true. That other stuff is just a blur. Timing is great. You know, I, I, I don't know. We did a show a long time ago about professional athletes and the in uh, uh, domestic abuse. And uh, what's not surprising to me, it, it's, it's not surprising to me because I know the statistics. There are more 
domestic violence events in those in that particular uh, area of men because that franchise breeds off of aggression, not towards women. Like they ain't telling you to go and kick around women, but a lot of those men do have aggressive type charges, and it's not unheard of. The NFL knows about it, and one commentator actually got on television, I think it was yesterday, and said that she didn't want to hear, and it was a female, she didn't want to hear anything else that um, the NFL had to say about domestic violence. They can stop wearing all those little pink sashes. They can stop wearing the little pink uh, socks and all because they are actually paying the men who have these issues to make the issues go away rather than dealing with it, that you shouldn't have professional athletes who are actually um, aggressive that way towards people off of the green. Now, you got to be a little bit mean if somebody charging against you to try to win a Super Bowl ring and that sort of thing. But what 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 is what can they do? After it has been done, after you've done your time, after you've done a wrong, what do you do? And I posed that question into a couple of the rooms that I was in, and I was kind of shocked because a lot of the people, a lot of the people in in the rooms just generic, I'm pretty sure, I can't say what they thought. I just posted in a couple of closed rooms, a couple of secret rooms, and then on my Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter, asking what you would be willing to forgive or not. And some people said, you know, no. One particular person said that there was nothing that they would not forgive, but there was also nothing that they would forget either. And I thought that was really interesting. I also uh, asked uh, in groups if there were some particular things that you would not forgive, uh, what would those be? And, of course, the list was, 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 was different. And, of course, my puppy is going to – see, he ain't even – like, wait a minute. See, I'm going to have to apologize to you, but I'm going to go with him. Hold on one second because it's like every time I get on the air, get your little tail over in here. Get over here. Xavier? Your brother's barking, and I'm on the air. Thank you very much. Come and get him. Good night. You bark one more time. It's going to be on. And see, listen, when you know that you've done something wrong to someone, get him. You have an obligation. Like, it's not, it's one thing to know that you have been wrong to someone, and then it's a different thing to not even know. So I had to look it up because I at first thought, well, maybe apology and sorry are really synonymous. Maybe we're not using those words out of context, but to find out, um, <laughs> hey, I'm going to be reported for puppy abuse, but that's fine. And for that, I will say I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize. Now, apology. Now, if you just look up the generic definition of the word apology, it has lots of synonyms, which are words that are similar to, but the actual meaning for apology is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. It is synonymous with regret, but it's a formal public statement of regret that is usually issued in an open forum. Like it's nothing that you kind of secretively do. It's something that you do outward, and it's something of a public statement. And, and a lot of the examples that I found in here had to do with like public apologies with regard to any type of misconduct for public figures like government and organizations. Sometimes if someone has been wronged 
or someone has uh, been hurt under the name or under the umbrella of an association or what have you, they issue a public apology, and it's used to express a formal regret that you're unable to do you know, such a, that that you didn't do one thing or the other. Also, an apology is used in a way to say that I won't be able to accept what you have personally given to me. Like I have an apology that I won't be able to attend a public meeting or a social function. Uh, it's a and it it also says, and I'm not making this up. I wish I'm gonna take a picture and I'm gonna show you. But it says that an apology is usually used for um, in the instance of known inadequacy. It says, particularly, we were shown into an apology for a bedroom. And I was like, what? And I read it again. It said it's, a, it's an argument that is saying that you know that you have a level of uh, inadequacy. And so it, it's almost saying, I know I did something. I know I did it, and I'm letting you know I know. Now, that was one of the major points of difference between an apology and saying sorry. Now, I didn't, of course, disclose that to anyone. I just posted it inside of the event for tonight on Facebook, and I asked several of my girlfriends, um, um, and, and, and I didn't ask them any differently from anybody else. I just posted it. What would you do what would you apologize for? Are there any unforgettable or unforgive not unforgettable unforgivable circumstances? And a, a lot of people had that to say uh, yes and no. But I'm trying to get to the particular one because um, one person said that if I wronged someone and I knew it, I would just tell them my bad. Okay, saying my bad is not an apology according to this definition. Now. What is the difference between, and we're going to open up the lines in just a minute, but what is the difference between an apology and saying I'm sorry? So I decided to go and look up the word sorry. Sorry says that it is a feeling of distress, especially through sympathy with someone else's misfortune. Misfortune that's not due to you. It's having a compassion for a person who's experiencing something sad. And all of the synonyms, of course, sad, unhappy, sorrowful, distressed, upset, downcast, downhearted, compassionate, consoling, concern. So, um, and, and the examples are, uh, he couldn't help but feel sorry after hearing how she had been treated. Uh, he said he was sorry he got upset with me. So there's a grave difference. There's a huge difference between when you say, I apologize and I'm sorry, and therefore there are things that um, cannot be used interchangeably. I think a lot of people say, I'm sorry, just because it's quicker to say. Um, uh, it's just quicker to say, and it, it sounds like that you've owned something, but there actually is another disposition that's called a non-apology. And the thing about this, I think this is more often than not the exact position that a lot of people take. Some people say that they're, you know, you know, I, I, just like she said, uh, my bad. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, and what it translates into some 
someone not actually owning their participation or their uh, correctness in saying that I did something wrong. Uh, a lot of the examples for this type of apology are those that are done in the public eye, i.e. when, and I didn't make this up, but Delta Burt was the biggest example through a lot of these blogs that had to do with the biggest non-apologies of 2014. It said that the act of refusing to apologize is a greater self-esteem issue uh, is when you have a greater self-esteem issue and you refuse to apologize because it allows you to be seen in a different light. Now, w first of all, I wanted to know what particular things would not be of uh, forgiveness, you know, because forgiveness means the same. And I had, to, I actually had to uh, uh, look that up too. And let's see if I can find it, though. But I looked at forgiveness because a lot of people think that forgiveness just means that the other person knows what the, what, what's, what's wrong, and um, they tell you, you know, like you're loosed from that. Uh, that asking for forgiveness is synonymous with an apology. Like if you do an apology, you get back forgiveness like it's an automatic. I even posed that in the group, and someone brought up God, and I knew they would because um, the example was that, you know, if I, made, if I made somebody mad and I did something, I just go before God, and he's going to find me faultless, and I'm, I'm going to go into the kingdom. And the truth of the matter is, is your ought is not against God when you slap in somebody else. Or the, the wrong is not against God when you're cussing at your neighbor. So I was kind of confused with that. Let's open up the lines. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. I want you to join the conversation and say what truth that you have. It's no right or wrong answer. It's just the answer that you feel best explains what you have to say on the topic. And tonight we're talking about how to properly apologize or say sorry. Now, if you don't know what that is, you can say you don't know what that is, but I think that everybody has actually had this to say. Everybody has actually had difficulty possibly in understanding whether or not something's been handled. And if, if, if so, just share that experience with you. Now, as soon as I get ready to open the line, I knew that there would be people to drop off and listen. I don't <laughs> I don't want you to feel like I'm going to put you on front street because another part of apology I think is personal. A lot of things that you uh, have to apologize for have to do with you and possibly one other person. Now, a public apology is different because it uh, obviously it, it is related to more than just one person uh, in particular. Um, so you have to address people at the masses. But if it's one-on-one, -on -one, you would absolutely do it yourself. 6221, are you there and can you hear me? 6221? Oh, I'm here. Oh. I can hear you. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, I can hear you. Did I not have my phone on mute? I'm good. You, you, did, you did and then you, you did and then you came back and that's and okay I did. because, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. I didn't but I can come off mute. Okay. <laughs> you you said I'm sorry. You said I'm sorry. You said I'm sorry. But um, first of all, oh, is there anything you are? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Ask the question. Listen. <laughs> is there anything? Yes, is there anything that is 
un- uh, unforgivable. Is there anything that's unforgivable? You know what? The nice and polite answer to say is no. And, oh, because, as you said, the Bible tells us we should forgive and all of that. I mean, but the truth of the matter is, for me, I don't think there's, there is not anything that is unforgivable. comes in the play is when I'm going to forgive you. I am going mm. to forgive you because my number one goal is to make it to heaven. And I'm not mm. going to allow my unforgiveness not to allow me to make it there. So I am going to forgive you, and I pray that I can do it swiftly and quickly, but I mean just honestly, the human, the carnal side, it, it it just does not work like that. That's something that, you know, has to be worked on. But honestly, and I've asked the question, you know, like, what if something happened to, you know, somebody in my family and I knew somebody else was the cause of that, the, somebody else, um, that detriment, you know? And I've asked that question, would I forgive? And I said to myself, I haven't been in that situation, but I said to myself, I think I would and I hope I would. Mm-hmm. I'm on the phone. I well, said, I think I would and I hope I would. So I, my answer is no, not for me. But I know for some, there are some things that are not forgivable. Okay. So there are some things that are not forgivable, and it's just going to be the biggest part for you is to determine when I'm going to uh, no, no, issue no. For or me, offer. All things, all things are forgivable for me, but it just may you stepping on my toe or you punching me may be different from my husband going out and cheating or somebody stabbing me in the arm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just going to be a difference in the time frame on when I forgive, but I am going to forgive. So everything mm-hmm. is forgivable. There's nothing for me that is not forgivable. Now, so you said something that one of the ladies in another one of my rooms, and I appreciated her candidness, and she said it just depended. that there were certain degrees of what the situations were whether or not she was going to forgive. And I and I said, are you going to forgive? And she said, how major is the situation? Forgiveness is everything. So she believes in forgiveness. And one person said, for we all are sinners, yet God forgives us in any situation. If we truly wish to find happiness, we have to learn to get past the past, forgive, but don't ever forget. One other person said, love is unconditional. Don't put conditions on your love. And my whole point of apology isn't something that you have to have a religious or a a Christian stand on because a lot of people don't actually believe in God. They don't necessarily believe that there is uh, a power greater than themselves. And is this just basically a Christian belief? Two seven two two. Are you there? And can you hear me? Yep, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. Do you think that there are requirements of a religious affiliation or practice 
to forgive in those type of situations? Because uh, my f- first caller actually said that her goal was to be heaven bound, uh, even in the even in some of the uh, context of the threads that I added. A lot of people had that particular thing to say is is to relate it to God. Uh, do you have to have a God idea? or a reverence for a certain religion or practice to be a forgiver? Um, I would say you have to have some type of spiritual connection with yourself, if anything, in order to understand Mm -hmm. the reason for forgiving is not only, it's mainly for yourself. I mean, we hear that a lot and it's very cliche, but it's, it's mm-hmm. very true as well. You don't necessarily have to have a religious connection, but a spiritual one, I would say yes. Okay. And are there any particulars that are um, hard for you to forgive, or are there any just plain, I, I can't forgive for that. I, I'm not going to be able to do it. Are there any of those for you? Not at all. Not at all. I've, I'm growing into the person who is, you know, if somebody does something extremely damaging to me, that mm-hmm. was something they chose to do, and it's just mm-hmm. a matter of, say, for example, like um, my husband came in and killed my dog. Okay, that's very that's mm-hmm. a very traumatic experience for me, and that would be something unforgivable. However, that was his actions, and if I don't mm-hmm. forgive the situation or forgive him for it, then that situation mm-hmm. controls me, and I no longer have control over my emotions, my actions. I'm going based off impulse. So once you're able just mm-hmm. to forgive the situation as a whole and to understand that person does things based off their perception, it doesn't really involve you, then I think you'll be able mm-hmm. to just move freely in life and have control over your emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I do because uh, I got a puppy, and I'm 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 gonna lose it if, if someone you know on purpose because there is a difference between having to apologize, not knowing that you've offended someone. Mm-hmm. In the definition of apology, it actually requires that that person know that they've offended before you can even require an apology. Like I've seen people say, I demand an apology. I demand that you fix it. Well, I didn't even know I had done anything. That's one, like, I, I ain't know. But if he kills your dog, that's a whole different gamut. And a dog is just a dog. You know, I love dogs. I have one. I just got through, you know, kind of threatening the one that I have. But on a bigger scale, apology mm-hmm. for the lost human life. There, we, You know, we've been in the, the news, our culture of people, particularly with police brutality, uh, black mm-hmm. lives matter, all lives matter, all of these uh, deaths, regardless of if they were hate deaths, accidental deaths, uh, police warranted or not deaths, deaths, are all the same. In the end, there is a dead person. So mm-hmm. I asked that, and some people actually said that in the in the terms of a child losing their innocence and taking the life of my child, that in those particular cases, that forgiveness is not possible. Now, do is, would that make a difference if your husband came home? Um, and the police came knocking to the door saying that, you know, he had, you know, ran over your sister. 
your your brother had killed your child by whipping them too hard, mistakenly, you know, you know, breaking uh, something and then bleeding out. What would, how would your forgiveness fare then? Woo, that's a little different. Um, especially when you talk about <laughs> police brutality and mm-hmm. the innocent killings of our people, of our black people. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, that was because a good one. I'm, you got to forgive me because I came in in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> and I thought it was like just a little sweet conversation talking about forgiveness. Okay. But I'm going to tell you, and the only reason why I pose it in that way, and Tanisha, your line is still open in case you want to get in there and, and, and get uh, get me. That's fine, Lily. I, I thank you for uh, letting me know that you're on your way to Kansas City, Missouri, and that you can't talk, but I hope you're listening. Thank you anyway. Um, but isn't forgiveness forgiveness? Is it like a is it graded on certain levels? Because the definition of forgiveness, well, I didn't ever give it to you, and I did it. Forgiveness means releasing that other person from any ought against yourself. So you're really giving away the need for the offender, the person who has obviously done mm-hmm. you wrong to owe you anything regardless to that wrong. So, and and, and I think particularly with regard to uh, religion, uh, the, you know, turn the other cheek. I've seen people say this. I've heard people say this, like, it's ignorant. Uh, I don't understand it. It makes no sense because some things are purposely done to you. Well, apology, it requires that a person understand that they have done something out of the way that has offended. Now, uh, you know, we we talked about the killings in the church, and the very first response of the church folk were to forgive Dylan. Mm-hmm. They forgave him. They said it. They forgave him. But uh, at the same token, when they went into a school just recently, uh, they're in. I think it was in Kansas. No, there wasn't in Kansas. I can't remember. It was in Oregon. It was in Oregon. Student went in, particularly determining life or death based on what your answer was to a question of who you believe in and what do you believe in. If you believed in Jesus or you believed in Christ or if you were a Christian, you got shot in the head and were killed immediately. But if you believed any other way, uh, you may have still been shot. You were just shot and injured and wasn't. it wasn't like a death kill. So the, the people in that community did not say, let's forgive, they said, let's understand. Now, with regard to apology and forgiveness, you know, either it is, either you're going to do it or you're not, or are there real levels? Because, um, Tanisha, are you still there? Because my sister here says that that's a hard one, and she's really not sure whether or not um, she can answer the question to that, but can you answer the question to that? And if can 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 you forgive someone who takes away your baby? See, remember how I said earlier, I'm going to forgive, but it's just going to the human side of us have to go through stages. And in that case, I have to grieve first, I think, before I can actually forgive. But mm-hmm. am I going to forgive? Yes. And I'm not saying that to sound like, oh, that's the right answer, whatever. But that's what I know to do. And mm-hmm. um, and, and that's why, you know, she said, ooh, that's a difficult. That's why I, I'm 
already told you from the beginning, I'm going to forgive. It just depends mm-hmm. upon it may take me a little bit longer to forgive somebody for one thing versus another thing. Are there different levels in forgiveness? No, but the human side of us put different levels in there. But no, forgiveness is forgiveness, and there should not be a level. I'm going to go back to something else you said. Do you have to be connected to a religion to actually, did you say forgive? Is that the word you used? Or apologize? Yes. Or what is that? No, I think, okay, I just think you need to be human and have some kind of self-worth, self-dignity, some kind of feeling in order to do that. But, of course, Mm -hmm. just in being a Christian, we are taught how to do it. And if you are a Christian and if you are trying or you are walking with God, that you have been equipped with how to do it versus somebody who may not know God. So that's the Mm -hmm. only difference. And you just need to be human in order to be able to um, forgive. Now, I have one of my... Um, friends say that they didn't care after the point. If if it got to a point where I had to do something to hurt someone, that they would not have any problem with knowing that they hurt that person and not addressing it ever. Uh, this was the same person who said that I'm just going to say uh, my bad, or you know, you know, you know, that's just what I'm made out of because what's in me is going to come out. That 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 I, I'm not sure that that can even get an apology because you have to first acknowledge it. Now, the first thing you need to know is if you've offended somebody, and I know all of us have have had situations where somebody mad at you and they acting a little different. Just this week, I was speaking with a girlfriend who lives in uh, Tennessee, and she was telling me that she had had an experience. You know, she had a, a girlfriend who was just you know, someone she worked with, someone she's been with for a long time. They've always hung out together. They were pretty well okay with each other. And then suddenly from seemingly out of nowhere, there was a change in the way that they interacted. Now, for me, that is not, like, to me, that's not even possible. That's like saying I woke up a a, a married man one day and I went to sleep with a little girl. That, that, that's how opposite that is to me because I'm not sure how you can say that you're that close to someone, you're interactive with someone that well, and then suddenly there's a dispute where they won't even talk to you. Uh, do you think that a lot of people are truthful about how they um, maybe offend people? Because this this is all about owning your own uh, actions towards others because if I, of course, if I walk into my sister's home and kill her dog, I don't expect her to hug me. I do not expect her to be happy to see me. I do not expect her to even say anything to me, and that's a dog. I feel the same way if I steal your your snacks. I feel the same way if I take your stuff that's important to you. I I just feel that way. I don't know if that's extreme or not, but for some reason, there are a lot of people who say that they can't get, they can't understand how um, that they don't know when they have offended someone. Are, are either one of you clueless, or have you ever had the experience where you don't, you can't really put your finger on what you actually have done wrong? Twenty seven, twenty two. Are you still there?
I'm hushing. You're on mute. Unmute your phone. I I guess you don't know. I guess you still don't know. Um, Yeah, your phone is still on mute. I can see that you're still there, and I still want you to be a part of the conversation. So if you get your phone back open, just, you know, just let us know. Tanisha, are you still there? Do you know that you've been out of line and how quickly from the time that you knew you was out of line did you go back and say, uh, I apologize? Because you should not be saying I'm sorry. You should be saying I apologize. Um, I've apologized, and I apologize for something that I didn't do. Um, yes, there was a time where I did something to somebody, and even to this day, I don't know what it was. And mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. they did verify that they were, you know, upset because I mm-hmm. had done something, but they wouldn't tell me what I did. And you know, it's difficult mm-hmm. to apologize when you don't know what you did. But mm. because this person was truly, truly my friend of many, many mm. years, I said, I'm sorry. Mm. I, I said, mm-hmm. I apologize for what I did. The story came in because I honestly and truly felt that she was in pain because of something I did and something. Who knows if I let me know what it was, but it was something mm-hmm. that bothered her enough that mm-hmm. she kind of pulled away from me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the story, the apology even... came, and then the sorriness came, too. Mm-hmm. It came, and, I mean, hit? it did come. Hmm? How, how can I hold you in contempt for something you don't even know, though? If, I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I I don't know if sometimes people are trying to just get you to say, you know, you did that. Da, da, da. Honestly, sometimes people are moving so quickly and without uh, purpose that they don't understand that they've offended someone until after there is a removal of somebody. How wh- how can you how can I, I'm not even sure that I'm going offer. Of uh, an apology to someone that I don't know exactly what the issue is. How did you even fix that? I mean, how can you fix that? You know, I did what I was supposed to do because evidently mm-hmm. there was something I did against her. And if somebody mm-hmm. has, you said it, if you have an aunt against your brother, you're supposed to go to them. So inadvertently, mm-hmm. she came to me. And so. If she said I did something, I had no problem with apologizing and apologizing, like I said, for what I didn't know. Um, but because that was my friend and I truly loved her, I just felt that whatever I did is something that, you know, we could get past. And, you know, when I apologized, I said that. I also said I'm so, so sorry because the story just came out of truth. It came from a, a place of hurt for me because, I didn't mm-hmm. like knowing that I hurt somebody else. So that mm-hmm. was a deep feeling, a deep emotion that I had. That's why I apologized, and I said I was sorry. Okay. Now, would you? Okay. And see, I feel the same way. I, if I, if 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 I move, if I feel something, <laughs> if I feel something about you, and I like people too. I'm not trying to say that I don't have emotion for people because I really do. But if I feel enough 
uh, I have to address it. I almost have to address it. And some people would say, you know, that you're picking, you know, and especially when people say, I'm sorry, and I leave it alone. I don't even want to talk about it no more, the whole forgive and forget thing. And is it a requirement for you to have, I mean, because I'm not sure how you can go back to the original relationship. If you have had someone in your life that um, you've offended, you've had to go back and apologize. When you go back and apologize, you can't really uh, get back to the place that you were before. But I'm not even sure that you can get there. Forget forgetting after the fact. Now, some people say it, and I want to read a couple of these, and I keep it keeps disappearing every time I look away because I ask for the, what what are the things that you're um, not willing to. Um, Forgive for what are some of the things that you're you're not going to apologize for? And a lot of people, of course, aside from adding in the piece with, um, I'm I'm not going to take it to the murderous part, but some of the things was just lying on me blatantly, make making a point to make up a lie that's obvious uh, on me, uh, and I'm, this is. Still not pulling up, but I had one guy. He went on and on. He even went on the inbox and started telling me from the inbox uh, point some of the places that he's just not going to go. He said if you, he said if you do anything to harm my mother, my sister, or my woman, you know that's unforgivable. That that you can save your apology for that. If you take the life of a family member, you can. Uh, you can uh, hold up for that. So I'm wondering if he is going to be held in contempt himself because supposedly, and I do believe this, I'm saying supposedly for the sake of the show, but supposedly if you don't forgive, you allow the person that you have the odd against to rule you. Now, you don't have to be angry, but you can also be hurt. You can be hurt by whatever has happened with that person. If you do not allow that person to have forgiveness, you don't particularly go to that person and ask, then you are holding yourself in contempt of that. I want to say this, and this is just a one. This is going to be a one-hour show, guys, tonight, because I, I'm telling you that that food is unforgiving. Like it, it had me knocked out so that I didn't know where I was. But I'm going to tell you the specifics of what is necessary for forgiveness, because the thing is, is I. And I wanted to talk, talk about that prayer. You know, the um, our Father, John in heaven, is that it? And forgive those who trespass against us. I went looking for what the word trespass is, and trespass is just crossing into a place where you know you should not have been. It's a, it's a place that you know that you had no business being there in the first place, and you still went over in there. Now, when someone purposely, when someone, pur- that's a huge line to say in that prayer because what you're saying is that a person is knowingly coming into an area that they're off bars from, and you're going to forgive them in those cases. So let me tell you, there are some three, three particular rules. These are just empire rules. Now, you ain't got to do what I say. But I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to tell you when we take this quick commercial break, and I'm going to give you the three rules for forgiveness because saying saying my bad says nothing. Saying um, I'm sorry actually removes you from any art. But when you go outside of yourself, 
to do something or say something to someone um, that's not right, there's a different level of necessity to get yourself back in order that's required, and I'm going to tell you what that is. Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, we were going to have a couple on here originally who wanted to apologize to each other for some things that they had been doing over the social media. I thought it was going to be hot. Baby, they got mad. <laughs> they got mad at each other all over again and decided to not. And I think ego got in the way. And I also think that think it, the show was just too far. It was too. It was Thursday. This occurred on Monday, and it was just too far. And too much time is in between when the incident happened and the feelings were moist, and people were ready to, you know, fix. The, the issue, um, asking for forgiveness is not a task that should be taken lightly, and it's not something that you can really put a time frame on. It's like a determination point of your wanting to release yourself uh, internally, but on purpose, releasing someone else from thinking that they need to do something to to satisfy you. The very first thing is is First, you have got to understand that if it's, if somebody is your friend and suddenly there's a change in the way that their friendship works or there's a sudden difference in the way that they're communicating with you or you used to go out and get a smoothie every Tuesday at 4 and suddenly they don't even want to talk to you at on Tuesdays or Monday, like you have to know that something has occurred. You do not have to be introduced to the particulars of what happened to know that something has happened because this is a spiritual thing that happens when you wrong someone. Like, nobody has to tell to the extreme if if you come home and your dog is in a little filet mignon state. We, yeah, that's, that's obvious, but sometimes it can be subtle, but it's just enough to feel the difference. So, once you know that you have offended somebody, you must acknowledge to that person that you know that something's wrong. Now, you may not know what that is. We're just different. But until you at least, like some people like to smooth over it. They want to cake over it. They want to just pick up like where we started before. And, and nine out of ten times, it's stuck in the back of someone's head. I don't care who these people are who say that they forgive and forget. I don't believe y'all. If you if you hurt in the right way, if you hurt, period. If it really matters and and, and, and it's been it's gone to that point, you cannot have it pressing in your mind all of the time, but if you forget it, you are bound to repeat it. So you first have to acknowledge it and you have to acknowledge it to the person that you're asking forgiveness of or the person that you know that there is a difference with. Second, now for some people, 
there is a necessity to know what happened. Like, they have to know and they have to go through all of the details. There needs to be a reason. But it does not matter why it happened. The point that it did happen has the same effect. If if we were able to explain in great detail, and this is what goes on in investigations all the time, they go back and they fill in the blanks to add up the equal of the of what happened. They can find out where you were, what your feelings were, what this must have been. The story don't even have to be fully complete. All of the details mean nothing once you have still a loss of friendship, a loss of life, a loss of closeness, a loss of intimacy. So the reasons and the explanation is is literally not necessary, but for some people it is. Now, we talked about this a little bit on another show, and I actually had a conversation very similar to this uh, at work, and we were talking about holding the insult over that person consistently that you say that you've forgiven. If you're, if we're just gonna hash this through just so that we can put you highlight that you was wrong, that is not helpful. What it does is it keeps you cycling inside of this process of forgiveness and you're not out of it until you come to part three. If we get stuck in saying, Are you remember that time, you killed it. Yeah, they remember because you keep talking about it. And if you keep talking about it, they, they're they more likely, I think, you know, and I'm not a doctor. I just have an empire degree. I don't, I, I'm just telling you, it just it makes sense that if you say that you're going to forgive someone, but you continually bring it up and slam it to them that this is what you did to me, it's more uh, going to put that person on a defense rather than offense to say, now what can we do? But that that's what number three is. Number three is offering a second chance. Uh, or trying to to you know let this part of happening go now, I don't think that it's required for you to put yourself in any situation with someone that you have to forgive, but if you think that you cannot give second chance to people who are significant in your life that you have to apologize for, you're gonna have a rough life. There is no way you can have a a mate a spouse, a coworker, people that you see on a consistent basis, your children, your family members, that you're going to say, well, I'm just not going to let them in like that again. And I hear people say that a lot. I've even said, I'm a, you don't get three strikes with me. You get one. But really what happens is you get you get to hurt me once. I will never allow you the space to hurt me in that way again. And see, if it's a person who wants to hurt you, they'll find another way, and then you may want to remove that person regardless of if it's a spouse, it's a coworker, it's a family member. But the thing is, is you cannot believe that if you're going to apologize, that you're not going to have to find yourself in an interaction with that person again. It may even make you feel like things are happening exactly the same again. But you have a requirement of offering yourself to still be in that person's space and still being able to trust that person. And that's different, and it's not the same as saying, I'm going to set myself up to be hurt again. It's not saying that. What it's saying is that, okay, you've acknowledged that you've hurt me. I've acknowledged that that hurt me. 
specifics or not, but with that particular situation, I'm done. We're not gonna do we're not gonna do that anymore. Okay? Now tomorrow, even if something comes sideways looking like that, you have to give the opportunity, not for that hurt to happen, but for that that person to interact with you in a better or graduated way. I'm going to tell you something. When you have uh, relationships that are significant, that matter to you, and you take a position in this way, it builds something in you. I heard till I was about to vomit how a person that angers you controls you and that if you give yourself away once you let somebody make you that mad, and actually, I think I was at a point where I just liked being mad because it matched the situation that I was in. Like, that's what go with that. If you piss me off mad, go with that, so let me do that. But no, what it does is it actually takes root into everything that you do, things that's not even related to it. So once you acknowledge that you offended somebody or that you have been offended, you have to address that, like, immediately immediately. Then if you need to explain the whys, the hows, or whatever, it doesn't erase what has happened. It doesn't take away what has occurred. And then if the situation, person, relationship matters enough to you, you can't then board yourself up and not interact with them again. You have to be available to offer a second happening with that person, a second chance for them to show, you know, I'll never do her like that again or I'll never do him like that again or I'll never say this or that again. The the song that I want to end the show on tonight is just like one of my super favorites. It's a new one that I heard by Tank. And I think he's talking to someone that he was in love with. But it actually applies to any level of hurt or offense to you that teaches you the lessons of why that happened. So you have to absorb some of, uh, not the blame, but you have to understand that I don't think that most people just go around, you know, being mean and hating people or trying to make people feel in, in such a way that they're hurtful. I don't think that. I don't think that that's what people usually do. I think people are trying to figure out how to live, figure out how to go, uh, figure life out just like you are, just like I am. And then in that process, they say and do things that just removes stress. Um, we are under pressure, but it should make you stronger when you uh, stop for a minute, resolve those issues, and get better. This is a Stronger by Tank. Talk to you later.